Practical Love Tips. The Love Exchange Podcast is hosted by Charlie and Kenya, a husband and wife duo. Today, join us to talk about life, love, and relationships, and everything in between. You are listening to another hour of the Love Exchange Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Love Exchange Podcast. I am Kenya. And I am Charlie. And we are back for season two. So we kicked off this crazy adventure back in 2018 where we decided that we were going to start a podcast. And you guys gave us great feedback. We've had so many positive interactions in regards to the love exchange. And we are very, very happy to be back with season two. So much has changed since we first developed the idea. And from the idea, we put an action plan together. And from an action plan, we reached out and got resources. And from our resources, we implemented this whole thing back in April 2018. And here we are getting ready for our April 1st season two launch in 2019. Amazing. Definitely, definitely, definitely amazing. So, just a few things to kick off so we're all on the same page. If you have not listened to season one, please do yourself a favor and go and find us on SoundCloud under the Love Exchange Podcast, Apple Podcasts under the Love Exchange Podcast, um, Spotify Love Exchange Podcast, all of your podcast streaming apps that you could possibly think of. We are out there in these streets on those apps. So go find us, listen to season one, you know, hit us up in our email, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you think. Give us your ideas. Give us your topics. If you have questions, you will drop our email information at the end of the episode. We love to hear from you and we'd love to share um, a good word with you if you're in need of any feedback or questions or just need help in general. Let us know, and we're going to go ahead and get the show started. Yeah, please, please um, come back with some comments or something that you would like for us to talk about. That would be so greatly appreciated. Yeah, indeed. So, one thing that we want to clear up, a lot of questions that I've gotten asked, and I don't know if it's been the same for Charlie, but I've been asked, what does love exchange mean? And for one, love exchange is spelled with one E. So the E that's at the end of the love blends into the exchange, and then the X is kind of max, maximized so that you can know that this is a love exchange. So here's what the love exchange is. The love exchange is a space to share practical tips to help grow relationships in a healthy way. We want to help you have a healthier concept of love. If we understand that love, like parenting or friendship, is a feeling that expresses itself in action, what we feel is reflected in what we do. We are not perfect. We meaning you and I, right? Right, exactly. However, we strive for progression. So each day we want to see things that are better. We want to learn. We, we are very intentional in our relationships, not just our relationship with each other as husband and wife. We're very intentional in our relationships and the people that we interact with on a daily basis, especially those that we love. 
Um, so we're going to go ahead and move on. So store that information in your in your in your back pocket and keep that in mind whenever you wonder or if you're ever asked, what is the love exchange? Share that with your family and friends. So trending news. Um, we don't really have a lot of trending news to talk about. Um, but I did just see something this week. There's been so much going on since we last recorded last year. We couldn't possibly take up your time to kind of bring you up to date. Right. But um, I just wanted to talk about this really, really quick story. Um, and you know what? I'll tell you what. We're going to save that story for episode two. However, just want to update you on some of the things that have changed and the reason why our podcasting schedule changed drastically from last year. Initially, when we launched the Love Exchange, we said we would give you guys an episode on every Monday of every week. Quickly, that changed because a lot of work goes into recording and editing and in posting and in social media all that stuff mm -hmm. is ran exactly. by um myself and then the engineering portion of it is done by my my son kanye when he's in in the mood for it. and if he's not in the mood for the engineering i am a one woman show so your girl is out here recording and editing and social media marketing and all that stuff and we have our lovely co-host that's out here bringing all the research and topics and things like that to the table so when i say one woman show i'm not meaning as in the whole show i'm meaning on the back end of things that you guys don't hear and see so that's your girl out here so that has changed because since we recorded our first episode in the time that we posted our episode i have been promoted to a new position uh the position that i was working very very hard for to get i was able actually able i started that position on the day that we launched the podcast so some of the episodes when we played on our lunch day i didn't know that i had the job yet so, of course, your girl's been out here traveling, doing her thing in corporate America, and I love it. So, you know, that kind of takes up a lot of my time, and I went back to school. So, I mean, and just having a family. And, you know, Charlie has the Army, and he works full-time. We have two children. Um, we're not making excuses for anything because the love exchange is a ministry for us, right? Yeah. We don't do this for anything but other than the fact that we love to see relationships being enriched we love to see people being brought together um, in, a, in a practical way. We can make things in relationships so difficult. But you got to just go back to the basics because it's really not that hard if you apply some of the things that we'll be talking about throughout the season and just, you know, applying the basic things. Um, we don't want to overcomplicate it. We have enough going on in life. We don't want to overcomplicate relationships, right? We try not to. Right. <laughs> We want to keep it as practical as possible. So, on to the, the, the discussion at hand tonight. You're going to share the topic with them yeah, for tonight? Yeah, the topic for tonight is uh, unspoken expectation. Okay, so unspoken expectations in a relationship. How many of us have had this idea of what we expect out of our loved one, our friend, our significant other, even our co-workers? When have you had the idea where uh, she should know, she should know that I don't like that, or he should know that I don't want to go there, or he should know that I need this type of communication versus that type of communication, or she should know that my love language is quality time and, and not gifts and things like that. That's an unspoken expectations if you've never had that conversation, conversation yeah. with your friend with your sibling, with your parent, with, you know, your coworker, with your boss, 
the things that we bring in the love exchange, although our main area of focus is enriching relationships with significant other people who are looking to get married, singles who are just wanting to be empowered with information when they do get to the point of marriage. Um, some of the things that we talk about in our show are really things that can be used day to day. And this is one of them. I was so excited when we came to the decision to talk about unspoken expectations because I feel like this is something that we've all encountered in our lives. I'm very, very, very bad about unspoken expectations. And I'm learning as I go with this one because, especially in the workplace, we, we, we get to a point where we're on top of our game and we're, we're the expert at what we do, right? We know it. We can do it with our eyes closed. But what about that coworker that works with you every day that has trouble understanding what you're doing or has trouble understanding the way that you work and they request something it's from you and you're like, man, you should have known. You know what I mean? You should have known how to do that. That's an unspoken expectation. That's a conversation that should be had. Then after that point, after you put everything on the table and discussed it, if the questions are kind of coming back at that point, then you should come at it from another avenue. But that is one of the prime examples of unspoken expectations in the workplace. Definitely. Communication is key. Um, for You might have one way of doing something and somebody else might have another way of doing it. And you may think that your way is is easier, and they may think that their way is easier. But until y'all come to that uh, communication factor and actually talk about it, you won't understand why they do their um, thing a certain way and why you do your thing a certain way. So definitely um, communication is a definitely um, way to express that. I hear you. I hear you. And then this is, I think this is going to be a part of a series um, for our first couple of episodes for season two about really just deep diving into communication and how communication can make or break a relationship. Those, the the verbal communication, nonverbal communication, all those things kind of come together and um, take the direction of your relationship, whether it goes to a a new level or it's just stagnant and it stays. Um, Some of the things that that you really need to pay attention to are what are you doing in your communication um basically some unrealistic expectations and also that's another avenue of unspoken expectations because we have a lot of unrealistic expectations in our relationships especially i'm talking for myself as a woman and i, I don't speak for all women but in general we have a lot of un, unrealistic expectations number one Expecting another person to make you happy. And I think we talked about this before in um, Expectations versus Reality. Um, Back in our episode when we talked about on our 12-year wedding anniversary, we talked about some of the expectations we had coming into our marriage, getting married at the age of 22, versus 12 years later, some of the ways that we've matured and some of the things that we really looked at then that are completely oblivious at this point now. None of that stuff matter. And that's the purpose. Like, right, you can't look back and see growth in a relationship or even on the job. If you can't look back, if you've been at your job for 15, 20 years and you've been doing the same work skill and there's no growth and you don't feel like that you know so much more than what you knew when you came through the door, what's the purpose, right? If you're not coming into it with the intention to grow, in anything, especially in your relationships. If your intention is not to grow, then I think that that's an unrealistic expectation. Number two, assuming others know what you're thinking. 
Number two, top unspoken expectation is assuming that someone knows what you're thinking. I am not a psychic, a mind reader, etc. Um, Charlie's not. I'm sure you, those of you that are listening, don't consider yourself a psychic, your significant other, your best friend, your group of friends, your coworkers, your mom, your brother, your sister, anybody. You have to really be vocal about the things that you don't like and the things that you do like. Because it's really unfair to assume that somebody should have known something that you've never had a conversation with them about, right? So let's talk about another example or kind of a deeper definition of an unrealistic expectation. I'm going to let Charlie give that information to you. We all have created expectations for ourselves in our relationships, and we have projected those onto our partners. We have the natural tendency to expect the significant people in our lives in behalf of the manner envisioned and internalized to include um, working with people like us. And we cannot, and honestly, integrity expect our partners to read our minds and pick up on every nuance of a reflective or reactive body language. Um, we have to share and discuss what all ails us and what we expect from them. Failing to do so is unfair and unhealthy and unwanted and is lazy and self-absorbed from a um, passive-aggressive behavior. That delegates the responsibility and accountability to that of our own to others without the courtesy or respect of open acknowledgement of those facts. Is that all that you had to give us there? Yeah. All right. So, um, good stuff. That really speaks a lot to um, the prime example that we were just talking about when we were talking about um, assuming others know what you're thinking, etc. Um, we're going to move on to number four, thinking you can change someone. That's one of the things as well, like we really, really, really have to move out of the habit of thinking that we can change people. Now, we can provide information and resources. We can, you know, pray for, you know, someone, but we as human beings don't have the power to change someone. You really have to have that drive inside yourself to want to do better and want to make a change because, that change may be to present yourself as a better person for your significant other that you're not really meant to be with for the rest of your life. So I think that that plays a huge factor in it. If somebody doesn't feel like they're connected to you and they're wanting to make that change to be a better person for you, that is one of the signs that it may be time to consider moving on in a relationship because we can't pour all of the energy that we have into uh, making somebody else change that we're really not going to spend the um, rest of our lives with. I really um, personally don't believe that it's good for us to work to like change someone. Um, nobody's perfect, right? You know, we want to have that perfect spouse in our eyes or that po perfect significant other, or we want to meet that man and him have everything that we want on our list of a hundred different things. Um, but in fact, are we the person that is attached to this person with our soul? And, you know, and I believe that if the soul connects 
and things align the right way, the change should be seamless because that person is going to have a desire to change and not really you just beating them over the head, right? You know, saying you got to change or giving someone an ultimatum. We've all heard of people saying, well, you need to change and do this or I'm not going to be with you anymore. If it gets to that point, and these are my personal thoughts, you know, you may have a totally different idea and you may totally disagree with me and that's okay. This is a healthy space for, you know, for um, disagreement. You don't have to follow every word that we say. Again, these are our thoughts on the practical things that we feel like can help enrich your um, encounters in life. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not our job to change people. It's our job to be a, a positive influence and, you know, hope that things go. If it's, the if it's the relationship for you and it's the one that's going to be the one that leads to marriage and if things are meant to be, it's going to align the way it should. I and we people, know um, they got to want to change. You just can't, you know, like you said, force them to change. They got to want to, to do it. So... Um, here are some ways that I think that um, you can manage those uh, unspoken expectations is um, don't assume expectations are clear. Um, just because you, um, you're talking with someone and you don't make that your, your expectations clear, you have to really just sit down with them and make them understand what your expectations are. Um, second thing is clearly state and discuss and agree on the expectations. Um, like I said, just sitting down with them and explaining and how, how you want them to handle or do stuff in a certain way and just making sure that it's clearly, everything is clearly out on the table. And the third thing is consistently adhere to the expectation. So just you know, throughout the day or whenever you see that, see that person, you just make sure that they are maintaining or what y'all talked about and I think if you use those three things to um, to manage those unspoken expectations that um, that nothing can be a, a surprise to to that person or to yourself when things don't go um, the way that you would like for them to go all right good stuff good stuff so um Really just being able to stand in your feelings, right? And not just putting things on the back burner because one, you're afraid of the reaction of the other person or two, you just feel like it's not uh, it's not big enough to discuss. Things will roll over. Things will begin to snowball into something bigger. I am a, a firm believer that it's time to talk about something when it happens. Communication as an adult is very difficult. Everybody does not come from the same backgrounds. Everybody did not learn the same way you did. No one um, shared the same experiences you did growing up. And if they, if you're lucky enough to have somebody that did share those, share those experiences, you still really have to be up to par on your communication um, on those unspoken things because there's always going to be something that we encounter that we feel like, you know, well, he should have known that or she should have known that. Let's be fair in our relationships. Let's give our relationships a fighting chance and, and just speak up for yourselves and, and, and stand firm in that. And even if you don't get the reaction that you want for the things that you want in life, you, you still need to speak those things. You still need to make them 
aware of those things. And a lot of conversations, um, I feel before we close, I really feel that they should be talked about in the very beginnings of your relationship, especially if you feel that you're, if you're dating for marriage, um, and, and you know, or if you're dating for something long-term, these are a couple of things that I'd like to share with you before we end tonight's episode. I'd like to share with you some things that I feel that you should talk about. Um, these should never be unspoken things, right? Because there are a couple of non-negotiables are things that are high priority to make a relationship successful because we go into relationships to make each other better. We're not looking for that person to give us the happiness that we need for our entire lives, but you do need to have happiness in your relationship. And, and that comes from being able able to um, be vocal about things and communicate things and being able to resolve conflicts. All things that we've talked about on past episodes um, leading up to this episode, I kind of, I want to be intentional and have things to kind of flow. So, you know, it's an educational piece and not just us sitting here talking to a microphone every week or every how often we um, post episodes. So quick, companionship. You need to be vocal about what your expectations are in a relationship as far as companionship. Are you that significant other um, that needs to have your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, etc. be with you everywhere you go and you're like stuck like glue? Is that something that's an expectation? I feel like that opens up a lot of things where... If your boyfriend, because most of the time, ladies, keep it real, it's us that wants that and it's not the man that wants that. I hate to single us out, but just being honest. It's us that wants him to be with us everywhere we go. And the guys are not like clingy. You know, not to say clingy, but that's the word that comes to mind at this point. They're not really clingy like that. So that's a conversation you need to have. If that's your expectation, whether it's man or woman, you need to talk about that. Because you'll be in your feelings and hurt or feeling like they don't love you or they don't want to be around you. And then it's just not how they sh share companionship. They're not like that person that's always under you, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, that's one of the big things that you need to talk about going into a relationship. Second, respect. So there are some non-negotiables that happen in relationships. And in particular, I know from my relationships, whether it's my friends, my family, in my marriage with Charlie, there are things that you just don't negotiate because you feel that they are important to you. And I, I encourage you, I plead with you, ladies, gentlemen, whomever, stand firm in your non-negotiables. Because if you create an environment where you're beginning to see things done to you over and over again and you know and you're letting these things slide, then you become a doormat. And then the respect goes out the window. So a respect for someone should be deep. Uh, the soul, you know, and research has found that most men would rather feel respected by their wives than feel loved. Is that something that you feel? Respected or loved? They would rather feel respected by from their wives than loved. I, I don't know who did that research. I think it's a it's it's both of them go hand in hand. But back to the topic because you know I'll take you off. No, the but I think that a lot of women. Um, I mean, <laughs> to me, I'd rather be loved because you gonna have the respect if you love me. 
Yeah, we'll talk about that in another episode because I feel <laughs> like there's some more we can kind of talk about when it goes there. But the next one is um sex. So we all know in relationships and, you know, in marriages especially because I'm not encouraging you to go outside your marriage or have, I'm not encouraging you to have sex outside of marriage, but we do know in today's time, I mean, we're not oblivious to the, to the fact that that happens. So that's that. Um... Be upfront about your sexual expectations because if your partner is not satisfying you sexually, you need to have that conversation. Have a head-on conversation with your partner. Be very vocal about it. Of course, don't do it in a negative way, but have that conversation. Um, and we need to learn how to approach conversations as if it's something that we're coming in an open-minded thing and not something that we're talking about as a conflict. Because some, you know, sometimes people take things the wrong way when you give them tips on and stuff sexually. But I feel like if your goal is to please him, her, then you should be open to hearing what they expect, you know, in their sexual relationship with you, right? Right. And then the next one is domestic support. So uh, I've seen so many articles over the last few months about women who write these think pieces because they're not getting help around the house with the kids. They're working full-time jobs. They're going to school. They're doing all these things. And then they have to come home from work. And instead of unwinding like their partner gets to do, they have to go straight to, you know, the second job of the day, which is maintaining the household, you know, basically running the household. Be upfront about your domestic support because if if you didn't grow up in a household with two parents and you know and you grew up in a single parent household, you all you saw was that one person. And or maybe as a mom, you were they worked with the, the, the children. Everybody had their set responsibilities. The older sibling got the kids ready, they got and when they got home from school, they did the homework and this, that, and the third, and maybe you know, set something out to cook. And, and something like that. But if you grew up in a two-parent household, you might have saw that. You, you could have very well saw your mom doing it all or your dad doing it all, one person. But our idea of domestic support and what we incorporated in our household is that we both take on tasks. There is no task in our household that has a gender attached to it, so to say, with the exception of doing the yard work and taking out the trash. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But there are no other tasks, right? Unfair gender bias. There's no. It's not a gender bias. <laughs> Actually, it's not. You wouldn't want your my manicure to get messed up, taken out, <laughs> trash, right? And then you know, I've tried doing the yard work, and we weren't we weren't successful at it. So, for the sake of our um, yard, and for the sake of the trash getting taken out when it needs to be, we incorporated the system. And I live in a household with. One man and two teenage boys. So I, there's no need for me to have to do that. I mean, there's literally somebody. There's testosterone in every corner of this house. So, you know, that's just one of the perks of being the only woman in the house. True, true. Yeah. But discuss your domestic support. Be open about that because we don't live in the 50s anymore. It's not always on the woman to come home and run the household. But if that's how you decide to run your household, that's no no issues with that. But make sure that it's a common discussion between the two of you and not just your husband telling you, hey, because my mom cooked the dinner for my dad every night when he got home from work, I expect that out of you. No, that's not how we do things. That's, not, that's, that's a dictatorship type situation. 
situation. But again, if that's okay with that's how you run your household, completely fine. I don't mean to sound judgmental, but there are so many people that are getting overwhelmed, going through depression, getting stressed out, not able to be a whole functioning human because they have so many additional things to do outside of the normal things that we do. And their spouse is sitting in the room watching TV, not helping them. I just think that is really unfair. Um, we want to respect and support our men. And we want to, you know, take care of the household. But I believe in a partnership, right? A partnership is two people working for a common goal. So if I'm running late or if I got a meeting that's running over and I don't get off of work until this time, if I got something set out and you're free at the moment, it doesn't hurt to go ahead and get dinner started. And then if I get off get here i'm okay with picking up the um you know and, and finishing it it's just a partnership and and it goes with anything like talk about the support that you need um and, and think about yourself because when you start to get overwhelmed with something you got to just really take a moment and reflect on yourself because Life gets hard at times, and we don't speak about the things that bring us down. We be, it begins to be a burden, and then you begin to like really internalize things. And when we internalize things, we get sick. Um, we start to say, you see, you know, high blood pressure, um, cancer. All those things are, you know, a combination of internal struggles that we have that kind of start with something that should have been a conversation. And I'm going to wrap it up there because, you know, you guys know I love to talk. Like, this this podcast is um, a ministry for us. Uh, and it's my baby. And I really just love to pour into those of you who um, have opened your ears to us. We do not take your support lightly. I'm really, really thankful for those of you who have reached out, who have texted, who have wrote emails and things like that. Just sharing how the podcast has been um, a good thing for you and your relationships. And we hope to have many more episodes that will reach you. Um, each episode won't reach everybody because we all need different things. But I pray that there is something that is said at some point that will help you enrich your episode. I mean, help you enrich your life. <laughs> um, but I'm going to see if Charlie has anything else to say before we conclude for the night. I just want to say, um, if your significant other is not you know, real talkative person. Uh, I don't not say talkative, but maybe just not confrontational. Um, you know, try to give them a minute to think about what they're going to say, and then y'all can have the conversation and not try to rush them into having that conversation, um, like, right away. Let them know, you know, this is something that's been on my mind. Let's talk about it. But let's talk about it when you get ready. You know, give them a few minutes or give them a while to prepare themselves. Yep, good stuff, good stuff. So, in conclusion, make sure that everything you do in life has an intentional purpose to make you better. And make sure every encounter that you encounter with anyone, stranger, someone you know, someone you haven't seen in a while, a family member um, that you haven't talked to in a while, make sure that you're leaving a positive influence on them. Because um, life is hard and we really, really have to be intentional about changing the narrative and, and, and taking things to a positive level. And when a lot of people frown from when you say positive because they feel like if you're positive all the time, that's fake. It's actually not because you have to make a decision to be 
happy, right? That's a daily decision. Sometimes a decision that's made at the end, at, at the end of every hour, every second, you have to choose that. So my gift to you is to continue to live in a light where you are influencing someone because there is always someone watching. Um, they may be seen or unseen, but there is someone watching. And we hope that you enjoyed tonight's episode. And we hope that you join us again on our next episode to exchange some love with each other. Remember, we love you and God loves you. Good night. Thanks for listening. Be sure to join us weekly here on the Love Exchange Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Love Exchange Podcast and email us at Kenya at loveexchangepodcast.com or charlie at loveexchangepodcast.com with topics or questions.